Thanks for joining us for the Hemisync Podcast, here today with Suzanne Giesman, author of 12 books and former Navy commander, Navy commanding officer, and aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs at the, at the time of September 11th. Um, Suzanne, you've taken quite a career turn in the past several years. You are now a practicing psychic medium. Can you tell us a bit about what mediumship means to you? Mediumship to me is the most healing activity I can think of. It is a connection with those who have passed, for me, always with evidence that that connection is very real. And it shows whoever I'm connecting with their loved one that life is eternal, that there's a greater reality, and that life has purpose. So I think the fact that your background is very rational, analytical, um, and based in physical reality probably resonates with a lot of listeners and with a lot of people that maybe don't perceive themselves as having psychic abilities. Were there any beliefs or belief systems that were difficult for you in kind of coming to this new role as a psychic medium? How about just about all of them yeah. <laughs> relating to the spirit world? Because I'm not what we would consider a born medium. I never saw spirits until after my stepdaughter Susan passed and I started down this path. I never had any understanding of a greater reality. And now I immerse myself in it daily. And the thing that has helped the most is changing my belief system, being open to whole new beliefs that before I would have just dismissed out of hand. Mm -hmm. And so what is the value for a medium of committing to the regular practice of quieting the mind? Oh, it's the greatest value we can gain because to hear the spirit world, to get their impressions, to see what they want us to see, we need to disidentify with their human story and tune in completely to what they're trying to communicate with us. So training the mind to be quiet, training the focus on the greater reality instead of our stories that are constantly playing in our mind is, is primary. And so this new album that you've recorded with us is called Mediumship, the Training Ground. And so in it, there are two guided exercises and two kind of free flow exercises. Um, and the first is taking the, the listener to a state of expanded awareness. And the second takes the listener to a state of deep, of a deep meditation. The first is more of an alpha brainwave type of exercise and the second more of a theta. Um, can you talk a bit about what the difference is between those two brain states in your view? Right. When I connect with the spirit world in a reading, I'm pretty much in an, a state of expanded awareness. What you mentioned is alpha. Occasionally, I'll drift even deeper, and that affords a really clear merging with the consciousness of the spirit that I'm connecting with. And at those times, I can actually channel that spirit's mannerisms the exact way they spoke Either way, expanded awareness or a deeper meditative state provides a really rich experience for the family member who's still here to know that this connection is very real. Mm -hmm. And what was the inspiration for this project? The inspiration is that it's through training my mind that I was able to make the connection with the spirit world. After my stepdaughter Susan passed, I began sitting in the silence, meditating daily, 
and I trained my brain through a very methodic process to recognize what expanded awareness feels like, and then to recognize what the deeper meditative states, the theta brainwaves feel like, so that I could enter either one of those states at will, not realizing that I was training myself exactly for the states needed for mediumship. So when I began teaching mediumship, I thought, this is how I need to teach my students to work, to be able to, at will, enter immediately the alpha brainwave state, expanded awareness, and then, as needed, go even deeper. But how do you do that if you don't know what it feels like? It was so clear to me because I've been training my brain to do that. So I thought, well, you know, we need a set of CDs. And then when the opportunity came up to work with the Hemisync folks and to put those Hemisync tones in it to add the greater depth of the experience and make it easier, this was a real gift from heaven. Yeah, absolutely. And we feel the same way. Um, And so in terms of even developing the script, a lot of the tools that you've developed over the years in in this training and that you're trying to communicate through the, through the set of exercises, those skills actually were very useful in even developing the exercises themselves. Is that, is that correct? Well, yes, because in the deep meditative state, I came to know that I have a team of guides. I call them Sanaya and thousands of people read their messages that I get from them every day when I go through the deep meditation process. So when I was asked to submit a proposed script for these two exercises, I sat at first to to write something out and to think about it, and I heard my guides very clearly say, why are you doing this the hard way? We'll give it to you. And I thought, oh, I get it. So I sat and I went into a deep meditative state. I turned on the tape recorder and I channeled my guides. They went for 40 minutes straight, pausing where needed, and dictated the script for expanded awareness. I turned off the tape recorder and I said, wow, that was great. And they said, and now we will do number two. And wow, another 40 minutes. And I just turned on the tape recorder. I just relaxed, went into the deep state and there came recording number two. I sent it off to a friend who transcribed it. I submitted it to to you and the Hemisync folks and it was approved just like that. And this is the benefit of these CDs, the training ground, it's, it's so much easier. Life flows when we stop thinking and just know what we need to do, when we access insights and guidance. So I have to say that from, from our end, your scripts were among the best composed and best thought out that we've ever seen. Um, yeah, and, and I can't take any credit for that, you see? Yeah, that, that's fascinating because we didn't change... I don't think anything on our end. No, uh, you didn't change the word. <laughs> um, usually, you know, there's a lot of back and forth with the script um, and it's a process of a few weeks. Um, but yeah, so that that's a great testament to the power of accessing higher consciousness and working with our guides. Um, and, and that's exactly why it's called the training ground. These two guided meditations with the hemisync tones provide this experience that allows anybody to access that kind of guidance. Yeah, fascinating. Um, and so, again, kind of getting back to the difference between these two states that we're working with on these exercises, the expanded awareness state and the deep state, um, what are the practical applications of the expanded awareness state versus the deep state? Well, because this is a CD for developing mediumship, the expanded awareness state is the one that we 
definitely want to be in whenever we're doing a reading. So we can't really get into the deeper meditative states if we're going to be interacting with the client. That pulls us out of those theta waves. So to be able to hold that focus in an expanded state, to know what it feels like is really valuable. But then the deep meditation, that's more for when you're not doing re readings, to really become at home in the greater reality, to have experiences in consciousness, in adventures in consciousness, and the deeper theta states, states allow us to have that, opening up our belief system so that mediumship is just one tool in the whole bag of, of playing with the spirit world. Right. And so typically when you're working with a client, um, you're working in the expanded awareness state. Is that correct? And you're often sitting there with you know, eyes open even and still able to kind of hold this coherent state. Exactly. And that's why in both CDs, in the expanded awareness one and the, the deep meditation exercise, I guide the listener to open their eyes, mm -hmm. which very few people do in a meditative state. Yeah. But then I, as the eyes are opened, I, I guide the listener to, to see how this feels and to notice that by not focusing on any one thing, you can maintain this state. And that's a really valuable tool when connecting with the spirit world. And I think people don't realize how stable these states can be. Um, you know, they, they think that everything has to be absolutely perfect, you know, got to be in a quiet room. Uh, yeah. Lights out, eyes closed, in a comfortable in, in a comfortable body position, and that certainly is all very helpful and conducive to kind of getting into that state. But um, it seems that after you traverse to these states several times, you can go there much more quickly. The conditions don't have to be perfect, and and, and see that's why it's the training ground because life is not perfect. And I can't tell you how many times I'm doing a reading, and maybe the lawn guy will come by and start mowing the lawn right outside the window. <laughs> If I weren't trained in holding that expanded awareness, that focus, that could totally throw me off. I might have to cancel the reading, disappoint the spirit and the loved one here. But instead, through this practice, which is exactly what these CDs will provide, nothing throws you off. You just hold that state. Mm -hmm. And so as you're getting messages in these expanded states or deep states, um, in what form do they tend to come to you? Well, I am blessed to be both, or not just both, but clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant, all of the, the ways that the spirit world can communicate. I'm pretty well balanced in all of them. So I see images, I hear songs, their voice, their thoughts, I feel their personality, their emotions, and I simply know what it is they want to express. So all of these are possible for anyone and the more we can knit all of them together, the more rich the experience. Right. And so you're describing um, senses that are beyond the five physical senses. And I think a lot of people expect a message that maybe comes to them in the language of their own origin. But that, that is rarely the case. Is that correct? No, it is the case that we sense our messages in the language that we understand. But what's important to understand is that the spirit didn't need to have spoken your language. I brought through grandparents who didn't know English. And it doesn't matter because in the spirit world, they speak in, in pure frequency, in consciousness that doesn't need language. But it comes into our energy field. The brain recognizes the frequency. This is how I understand it. And it gets translated so that it comes out through me in English. I've never had a trouble with 
any problem with anybody who didn't speak English. <laughs> I did have a client that had to bring a translator because she didn't speak English and the translator translated my words, but her loved ones were speaking Portuguese to me and it came through my awareness as, as pure concept, yeah. which I spoke in English. So through kind of a sense of knowing, I guess. It still gets translated through my being into language. Mm. I don't even have to think about it. It's just there. Okay. But I was told that that spirit never spoke a word of English. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Yeah. And so um, I understand you recently got an advanced copy of the CDs and were able to use them in, I guess, a workshop setting? No, it was prior to one of my weekend classes where I te teach mediumship, a group of uh of lovely kindred spirits who had been studying mediumship and meditating together uh, gathered with me and we said, let's try the new CD. So we did, we only had time for CD one and we did the expanded awareness exercise. Kind of funny for me to sit back and hear my voice coming through the speakers with everybody listening, but I was so anxious to hear how they would react to it. And when everybody came back into full waking consciousness, the reaction was fantastic. All of them expressed having gone deeper in their 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 focus. They they went there quickly. They loved it. So it was very affirming for me. Fascinating. I'm glad that that was such a positive experience. Um, and then you talk a lot about um, the importance of mind taming and how ego can kind of get in the way of the exercise or in terms of accessing higher consciousness. Um, and, you know, we provide tools and in, in, in these exercises to, you know, try to address that. Um, but what do you suggest um, if a listener is kind of doing the exercise and their ego kind of keeps coming back, it's persistent, it keeps feeling like, like it's getting in their way? Well, the, the exercises are designed exactly to get over that. I mean, specifically guiding you how to deal with thoughts that come through. And then there's a silent space where we can ask questions. So if somebody's repeatedly having challenges, this is the perfect time to connect with higher consciousness and say, hey, what's the deal here? Why am I getting in my own way? What do I need to get over this? And then you just sit in that expanded state and receive the answer. That's the beauty of these exercises. It's not just for mediumship. To raise our own consciousness, we're constantly working on ourselves. Right. And these, right. these allow you to do both. And so it's it, so it kind of surrendering as opposed to will something to happen. Is that is that accurate? Oh, yes. Surrender is actually one of the steps that, that the listeners are taking through, a step where you actually recognize you, you have a human focus for a while, but we need to set that aside. And that's the surrendering stage. Very crucial. And Suzanne, I understand you often talk about the difference between um, meditation and what you call sitting in the power. Could you just briefly kind of explain that? Yes. Meditation can be any of a number of contemplative practices or silent practices. This CD set and many of my meditations are specifically focused on what I call sitting in the power, building your own energy field. The power is the source that breathes us. It is us. Some might call that spirit or God. It is an energy, a vibration. And by sitting with the intention of getting to know ourselves as that power, it's a much more powerful experience. And we come to know our innate qualities as a soul, which include joy and peace and 
the courage to do this work and the strength to get through anything? Do you feel the power that's in all of these words? These attributes are, are developed, are increased, are raised by the very practice of sitting regularly in the power. And that's certainly what listeners will learn to do through this repeated practice. And so does sitting in the power feel like a non-dual state? Uh, non-dual states are very much in vogue right now among various spiritual teachers, but I'm just kind of curious as to how you would, um, you know, do you, do you experience it as you and something else as an other, or is it? Kind of uh, no, it's, it, it's definitely a dualistic state because I'm still aware of other aspects of consciousness being expressed. I'm hoping to have experiences of other aspects of consciousness. So that's not non-dual. I've had the, the blessed experience of being in a non-dual state where there is just pure awareness, no thought, pure being, just the light. And certainly the deep meditation experiences that this engenders, the second CD, can lead to those non-dual states. But that's not the point. Because if we're working as a medium, you have to be in a dual state. You're communicating with an alleged other. Mm -hmm. But the, the gift comes when, through the practice, sitting alone, we merge into that feeling of oneness. And so, Suzanne, for the people that are listening and maybe, you know, considering going down this path, um, what are your suggestions for how best to use these hemisync exercises? Well, I'm grateful that there's a booklet that comes with it that really spells out several processes of how to do it. But because they are training CDs, it's not just a listen one time thing. This is to be used regularly so that you do get to the point where you can immediately access expanded awareness and deep meditation. So each listener is I, I would just advise you to listen to your heart and say, which CD is best for me to listen to now and how often and for how long. I mean, typically, I would say the best thing to do is to, to repeatedly go through the expanded awareness process until you really got that down and then move into the deeper meditation process. But there are probably a lot of listeners out there like me who wants to jump right ahead and, and experience the deeper meditation. So going back and forth will work as well. But again, each person's going to be different. Listen to the heart and just each time, actually, yeah. you sit down, you can just feel into it and say, now, which do I need to work on today? So basically, take your time with each track, kind of make sure that you're really landing in it, um, you know, feel like you're connecting with it um, before moving on. Ideally, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I like is the, that because it includes the free flow exercises, it won't take long until you get the idea through the guided meditation what this is all about and that those are longer they're about 39 to 40 minutes each mm -hmm. but with the free flow music then you can try it on your own even if you only have 5 10 20 minutes you can just drop into that expanded state or do the free flow deep meditation state for as much time as you like without feeling like oh i don't have 40 minutes today to do this right and Suzanne, I think it's important to emphasize that you're an evidence-based psychic medium. Um, it's really important to you to verify, you know, what you're receiving. Um, can you talk a bit about that? And you know, maybe oh, yes. how people that are new to this can kind of verify things for themselves. 
Right. I mean, not everybody needs evidence. Many people just know the spirit world is there. But as a as a retired Navy commander, when I went to a medium, I needed to know that she was really connecting with my stepdaughter. And nothing would have done that for me except verifiable facts that she couldn't have known. And she gave them to my husband and me. And that changed our lives. So now when I work as a medium, I don't know what my client needs. The spirit knows it. But if I'm trained to bring through hardcore evidence in every reading, then we're going to get that. So I ask the spirit world, tell me things I couldn't have known about you. And we get verifiable details, how they passed, what kind of work they did, uh, what their favorite memories are. Show me a photo in your house, where it is, describe it to me. We're talking things you can't find on Google. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And like, like he always had a toothpick hanging out of his mouth. That's a beautiful piece of evidence. Uh, that one in particular changed a woman's life hearing that. She knew her son was still with her. But that's what an evidence-based medium does. And this training to, to really focus allows you to access those, what I call, gold nuggets of evidence. Mediumship via training ground is currently available, but curious to hear from you, um, what's next? Well, I have a brand new book coming out. It's... Uh, called Still Right Here, and it shows us that our loved ones who have passed are not just accessible in mediumship, but they're still actively participating in our lives now. Yes, we'll see them when we pass, but the signs that they send us and the ways we can access evidence from them just allows us to, to go through life knowing we're not moving on without them, but that they're still right here, which is the title of the book. And then I am just now bringing online, not online, but into existence, my level two of mediumship class. I teach two-day classes. I have I call it Serving Spirit. So I've taught Serving Spirit level one for two years and will continue to teach that. But now we're extending for those who've already taken level one into level two, which is exciting just to see how far all of us can take this, how much evidence we can, can get from the spirit world. Well, Suzanne, that all sounds fascinating. I think we all look forward to checking that out um, and to seeing all, all of your future projects. We look forward to hopefully collaborating with you again in the future. I hope everyone checks out Mediumship, the training ground. It's really a great product. Um, we're very proud of it. And uh, thanks so much for uh, uh, working with us, Suzanne. Thank you. And so thank you for helping us bring Mediumship more mainstream, which is exactly where it belongs, because it's very real. Our pleasure. And thank you all for tuning in. Talk to you next time.